Is Delhi going to have another lockdown? At a time when the capital is logging the maximum COVID spike in the country and the highest number of fatalities in a day, that's the question on everybody's mind. After a record daily spike of more than 8000 cases ahead of the festive season on consecutive days, the COVID situation in Delhi is looking quite grim even as elsewhere in the country new cases are falling. As of 19 November, Delhi recorded 7486 new cases of coronavirus, taking the total cases in the city to over 5 lakhs, while also seeing 131 new fatalities, which is the highest number reported within 24 hours so far. As the capital struggles to get its infection numbers under control, the Delhi state government is trying to prevent overcrowding. They've limited the number of guests for weddings again. From 200 it's down to 50 and they've also written to the center seeking permission to shut down markets for a few days, prompting fears that Delhi could be preparing for another lockdown in the coming days. While Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal has himself clarified that they're not looking to reimpose another lockdown, we talked to experts about whether or not a lockdown can help the city get a rein on its infections and what kind of measures should be taken. And for this podcast we spoke to virologist and director of Trivedi School of Biosciences at Ashoka University Dr Shahid Jamil and former senior managing editor of NDTV Anindo Chakraborty. You're tuned in to the big story the podcast where we dissect the headline making news for you and I'm your host Shalpuri. A lot of pressure has been mounting on the Delhi government over the out of control covid situation in the capital. Twice the Delhi High Court pulled up the Kejriwal government in the recent days over the handling of the pandemic. On 19 November after its U-turn on the capping of the number of attendees at weddings, the court asked, "Court, why wait for 18 days to restrict the number of attendees at weddings? How many died of covid-19 during this period? You were shaken out of slumber. You turned turtle after we asked questions." Quote. The Delhi government on its part has been blaming the spike on the slackening of social distancing norms and the massive crowds at markets in the festive season. Earlier in October, Delhi minister Satyendra Jain had also said that the spike is also showing due to the state's amped up tests. And appearing in a web conference on 18 November, Mr. Kejriwal said that now that the Diwali rush in markets is over, the numbers are also expected to decline. But he also informed that he's written to the center seeking pass to shut down markets as a precautionary measure if a laxity of mask wearing norms is observed since such places risk turning into hotspot zones. Listen in. हमने देखा कि कुछ बाजारों में दिवाली के समय काफी ज्यादा ना तो लोग मास्क पहन रहे थे ना सोशल डिस्टेंसिंग कर रहे थे जिसकी वजह से We noticed that during the Diwali season, people in some marketplaces were neither wearing masks nor adhering to physical distancing norms, because of which there has been a significant surge in coronavirus cases. In the last order passed by the central government, it was said that states would need to seek permission from the center to impose local lockdowns. In view of the recent situation, we have requested the center to approve shutting down marketplaces if necessary. I do believe that such harsh measures would not be required. 
but should any marketplace become a covid hotspot because of non compliance of guidelines such as social distancing and wearing masks we will have to impose a local shutdown there as a precautionary measure i have asked for the lg's permission for this agar kisi bazar mein hum dekhte hain ki social distancing aur mask ka palan nahi kiya ja raha aur wo area ek tarah se local corona hotspot ban sakta hai तो उस वहाँ पे बाजार को कुछ दिनों के लिए एहतियात के तौर पे बंद करने की इजाजत दिल्ली सरकार को दी जाए ऐसा प्रस्ताव अभी केंद्र सरकार को भेजा जा रहा है इसके लिए भी मैंने एलजी साहब की परमिशन के लिए अभी लिख दिया है द गवर्नमेंट ऑल्सो डिसाइडेड टू इम्पोज ए फाइन ऑफ रुपीज टू थाउजेंड ऑन एनी वन हु नॉट वेरिंग मास्क इन पब्लिक बट एज डेली स्क्रम्बल्स टू इम्पोज स्ट्रिक्ट मेजर्स द रेट ऑफ इन्फेक्शन इज लुकिंग क्वाइट अलार्मिंग Since October 13 hospitals in Delhi have been witnessing a barrage of covid-19 cases between then to 14 November the active cases shot up from 21490 to 44456 along with cases as per a report on livemint the death toll increased by 9% and made up 21% of all new deaths in India in the past week and with a large number of patients under treatment Delhi reportedly is now one of the only eight states and union territories with a recovery rate below 90%. But most importantly, this is also putting a lot of pressure on hospitals to provide ICU beds and ventilators. The number of available ICU beds are quite visibly dwindling. The coronavirus dashboard of the Delhi government showed that as of 19 November there were only 140 available COVID ICU beds with ventilators, 321 vacant beds without ventilators, and for non-COVID ICU patients there were only 344 beds. But at a time when the Kejriwal government sought permission to impose a lockdown on markets, it's leaving people wonder if there's going to be another lockdown in the capital. And we asked Dr. Shahid Jamil whether or not a lockdown will help Delhi situation. Well, I will say that uh, Delhi does need uh, locality or cluster-specific lockdown. Uh, it doesn't really call for a city-wide lockdown. Uh, but more importantly, I think the message needs to go out that this is a very serious public health emergency, and people need to. be very very careful and they should move out only if absolutely necessary and if they move out they must move out with masks and with appropriate distancing what we have seen in the past few days in markets is absolutely atrocious this should not have been allowed to happen uh, and if it continues like this we are in very very serious trouble already hospitals are full There's also the question of an economic impact. If the government does decide to go for a localized lockdown and shut down markets temporarily, depending on the situation, what kind of an economic impact should we be bracing for? Anindo Chakraborty says that there's going to be an economic impact on retail and trade. Of course, wherever markets are shut, retailers are the first to lose money, so that's going to be the economic impact. Their payment cycles will get disrupted. and given that the busier markets are the ones which are most likely to see this overcrowding those are the ones which are most likely to be shut down if the need arises so there will be an immediate economic impact in terms of retail and in terms of trade in the city but not really beyond that uh, now i think there is no other option in delhi covid cases have exploded and so has the number of deaths so the economic impact will take place but there is really no other option 
but to have at least this arrow in one's quiver that if people break COVID norms, then marketplaces will be shut down. So, taking lessons from the mistakes made from the last nationwide lockdown, what kind of welfare measures should the government take before such a lockdown? And we go back to Mr. Chakrabarti here. Of course, if you shut down markets, then you have to ensure supplies. I'm assuming essentials will be allowed as it was after the initial hiccups during the first nationwide lockdown. So people need to be able to get their eggs, bread, milk, vegetables, groceries, medicines, etc. All that we need every day. Again, as of now, the marketplace is most likely to be affected are unlikely to be a local colony market where there's not really that much of crowding. It's more likely to be the bigger marketplaces in the city which sell many more things. Many of these are not essential, so consumers won't really be affected if they have to wait for a few days. But this is not just about shutting down marketplaces for a couple of days because those are just band-aid solutions. I believe it is not possible to go back to normal business this winter for any big city or town, leave alone Delhi. Factories cannot operate fully because it is impossible to maintain social distancing norms there. Offices that have opened are becoming hot COVID hotspots because very few have the space to accommodate people and keep them six feet apart. Construction sites where laborers pass things directly to each other have extreme physical exertion which makes it difficult to breathe through masks. You simply cannot ensure social distancing there either. So in my opinion, a hurry to see economic revival is misguided because it cannot happen. Every time you reopen in full earnest, COVID will explode. It's happening all over the world. This is where welfare schemes become important. People need to be delivered food to their doorsteps, irrespective of who they are. Kerala announced it will do that with the midday meals that kids used to get in school and were missing out due to the lockdown. I don't, uh, I didn't really follow whether that was done or not. Now, the WHO said that the Chinese government apparently delivered 15 million meals every day in Wuhan when the lockdown was on. Uh, well, we don't need to deliver meals, but we need to deliver ration like atta, rice, dal, vegetables, milk, spices, cooking oil, etc. These things have to be done on a planned scale, on a war footing, in fact. The second thing is delivering devices and broadband connectivity to every home that needs it so that kids in those homes can continue with their classes and their education. Big public investment has to be made to set up systems for teachers to be able to take online classes. Anyone, anywhere should be able to log into centralized courses for free, being taught by teachers sitting in their homes anywhere in the country. Using proper government-funded equipment like good cameras, mics, audio, audio equipment, fast cam computers, whatever is needed for this. And the third is to invest heavily in health, build new hospitals, equip them, build clinics in villages, tie up with health startups to build a network of doctors. There are many in private practice across cities and towns in their home clinics who can be connected on a national online network. The government has to pay the consultancy fees and it will be free or heavily subsidized for patients. This needs two key things. First is that the government has to spend more and it has to spend almost all its budget right now on welfare and not on growth or building infrastructure. Those things can wait till COVID is over. I mean, we all wait for years before a flyover near us gets completed. So I'm sure we can wait for roads and highways to be built for a year at least. In terms of what measures have been taken so far to tighten the health infrastructure, after a meeting held on 15 November, the Delhi and the Union government joined hands to combat the current situation and to reinforce the capital with more hospital beds and rigorous testing. 
In a series of tweets, Home Minister Amit Shah listed a 12-point action plan which has been issued by the Home Ministry to contain the spread of COVID-19 in Delhi. This includes the doubling of RT-PCR tests and aiming for 60,000 RT-PCR tests daily by November end and deploying mobile testing vans. Mr Shah also said that to increase the availability of beds, 10,000 new beds will be added to the COVID facility at Chhatarpur. 10 multidisciplinary teams have also been formed to visit more than 100 private hospitals in Delhi for assessing their bed utilization and testing capabilities. Five RT-PCR labs including one at Ames have already started functioning around the clock. And as a part of the action plan at least 45 doctors and 160 paramedics have reached the national capital on 19 November. 30 more doctors and 90 paramedics will be coming to Delhi by the coming weekend as well. With so much preparation underway, will Delhi be able to turn its covid crisis around? If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. We'll have on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, Jio Seven, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequinn.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quinn's website and check out our other podcasts.